Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Len Kugler of uh, Kugler Real- Realty. Thanks for joining me, Len. Thanks, Mike, for having me. Good. Before we get started, I thought I'd tell everyone about some of our upcoming shows. Uh, next week, we have Frank Wood, who's created a system called Thriving with Stress, How to Deal with Stress in a Real-Time Basis and Thrive. Uh, those of you who have listened to the show regularly know that I've, that I've had Frank on several times, and this is really some great information. Let's see. The following week on the 21st of March, we're going to have Tricia Reynolds, who owns a company called Ducks in a Row. They're a bookkeeping, accounting services firm. Uh, but not CPAs. And then the following week, on the 28th of March, we're going to have John Rogan, who is the president of Segeti USA. That's an IT consulting firm. Uh, usually does high-end work. They've been a long-term Sandler client, probably 20 years. The following week, May 4th, I'm sorry, April 4th, we're going to have Pat Longo from the Hamilton County Development Center. He's the director the executive director there. Uh, the next week, we're going to have Michael Lee from Proxy Marketing. He's going to talk about his success with a testosterone supplement for men. Leonard's laughing. <laughs> he was here the, the other day for our tip club networking meeting, and he brought in the, uh, the pills as well as a... Uh, a pee in the cup test kit. Know <laughs> your T level. Sound like a good meeting. Oh yes, uh, it was a fun networking meeting. Uh, the following week, we're going to have Jeff Best from Fast Signs. Uh, that's the 18th of April, and uh, there have been so many threats to the IT world of uh, small businesses lately that I, I've asked Michael Ruhlman to make a return appearance, and he's going to talk about IT threats and the crypto locker virus. And uh, then we're going to have uh, Sue McParton from uh, PWC on uh, May 2nd. And uh, a really special guest out in June, on June 6th, uh, Joe Riva is the new CEO of Hildebrand Industries, Hildebrand Inc. Okay, let me tell everyone about an upcoming Sandler event. We have the Sandler 
cold call camp coming up on March 26th. That's Wednesday. It's all day. Uh, that is open to people who are not Sandler clients. Uh, there is a fee associated with that. Mention the fact that you heard about it on the radio show, and you'll receive a $100 discount. But during that program, you'll learn uh, nine or ten ways to get beyond the gatekeeper. You'll learn at least three scripts for your contact and at least five ways to break other people's voicemail so they have to call you back within 24 hours. And then in the last two hours of the cold call camp, we'll actually make some real cold calls, record them, and then debrief them. We'll also prove that the voicemail techniques work uh, because people will call back. It's almost a joke. Uh, out in April, we have a uh, another program up at the uh, Clover and Oak Country Club. We'll talk more about that later. And uh, let me tell everyone a, a little bit more about about you, Len. Uh, Len likes to say he's the only realtor you'll ever need. You want me to elaborate on that one? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, Mike, I got uh, into the real estate business. Uh, the person that sold me my first home uh, kept coming to me at my health food stores. I used to run 28 general nutrition center stores when I was out of college. And she says, I told my broker you make a great realtor. I said, well, I don't want to be one. <laughs> <laughs> she was persistent. <laughs> So eventually I uh, went and met the broker, uh, got uh, my courses taken, passed my exam successfully, mm -hmm. and got into real estate. And how that statement came around is I, uh, in Highland County, which is Hillsborough, Ohio, you had to learn how to sell every kind of real estate there was. You learned to sell houses, you learned how to sell farms, businesses, site locations for different uh, commercial entities, uh, lake lots at Rocky Fork Lake. So you became a jack of all trades. And I learned that real quick, if somebody likes you, they don't want to have to deal with three or four different real estates for different needs. They like to deal with one person out there. And so I taught myself to really sell all kinds of real estate. And that's how that slogan came about. Okay. Uh, what year did you actually get into the uh, real estate business, Len? 1975. Okay. That's a long time ago. Uh, you're a native of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, you have three children, uh, and you've been in, in, here in Claremont County since when? 1984. 1984. Uh, you've been named to the Ohio Realtor of the Year in 1993 and 97. And you were named the Small Business Person of the Year by the Claremont County uh, Chamber of Commerce. That, I guess, was 1997. Mm -hmm. uh, his goal for the last 13 years of real estate business to be the only realtor that people ever need for their life. Uh, Len has educated himself and performed sales in all areas of real estate, from land to new construction to existing homes, farms, timber sales. Timber sales. Timber sales. Believe it or not, uh, being out in Highland County, uh, we used to do a lot of work with Mead Paper Company out of Chillicothe. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would sell them property or they would have excess property they needed to have sold. Uh, so we would uh, get with them and I would go out in the woods and they would teach me how to cruise timber. So I have a little bit of a background and some knowledge as to what how does cruise timber mean? 
Well, cruising timber means you go to the woods Mm -hmm. and you walk through it and you appraise the trees. You look at how many board feet you can get out of an 8-foot log or a 10-foot log or 12 or 14. You look at the species of the trees, and that's called cruising timber. Never heard it talked about that that way. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's see. You, you've completed successfully over 2,000 sales. Uh, and is considered a skilled negotiator, and he doesn't believe in quitting until the assignment is complete. Uh, Len's also trained some of the top realtors in the area uh, by lending his knowledge and success. Len, why don't you uh, tell the folks about your current company? Well, our current company is Kugler Iron Realtors. It was started 22 years ago. Uh, I took on a partner who had been a sales associate with our company for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Beverly Iyer became a partner about eight years ago. And uh, it uh, gives the business a very different perspective because, of course, being a, a man, I have a man's perspective. And mm-hmm. her being a woman, she has a woman's perspective. And I think it added an awful lot to our company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh How do you guys go to market? Marketing has changed over the years. In the old days, and when I say the old days, back in the 70s and 80s, your sellers wanted to see that print media. They wanted to see you were in the newspaper. They wanted to see you were in some sort of booklet. Uh, And if they didn't see their property, they didn't think you were doing a job. Uh, Nowadays, 93, 94% of the people, and when I say people, buyers and sellers, go to the Internet. They go there, you know, at their convenience because it's there 24 hours a day. And so we do a lot of, uh, take a lot of pictures, uh, which creates a lot of data bytes, and it drives our listings to the top of the search engine sites. Mm-hmm. Are you actually a member of the uh, multiple listing service here? Yes, we're a member of the multiple listing service here in uh, Greater Cincinnati, and I'm also a broker in Kentucky, so we're a member of the Northern Kentucky MLS. Good. So if anyone listening has a question for Len about real estate of any type, including timber, uh, <laughs> you can call in on 646-595-4916. We'll be able to screen the calls during the uh, next commercial break. Uh, Len, why do you think people uh, buy from you? I think people buy from me uh, because of my reputation. Um, I've, after doing several thousand deals in, in 39 years, uh, they they call. I've dealt with uh, moms and dads, their children. Uh, their grand, uh, their their moms and dads, and selling maybe the uh, state farm where nobody wants the state farm anymore. Uh, a lot of it's reputation. A lot of it's referral. Uh, we get a lot of referrals uh, where um, the chamber may recommend us. Uh, somebody at, at church may recommend us. Uh, just an awful lot of referrals. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think uh, your unique marketing advantage is? One thing that sets Googler Isle apart from all other real estate companies. 
our company is a small boutique company. Uh, we're we're never going to be a large company like the Huff Real Estates or the Sipsy Kleins. That's not our goal. Our goal is to treat each and every customer individually, give them a special service. We have a uh, service called uh, uh, QSC. It's a quality service guarantee. It's a written contract of service. If we're working with a buyer, there's 14 points. We're working with a seller, there's 15 points. So each uh, person we deal with knows exactly the steps in the process. They know exactly what's going to happen. And then at the end of the transaction, they get to go online to QSC, mm -hmm. uh, which is a public site. They can go there anytime and take a survey and grade us, and our results are there on the Internet. Oh, that's pretty good. Good. Uh, we're going to uh, take a break right here. Again, if you want to call in, the number is 646-595-4916. I'm going to ask Jimmy Fox to talk a little bit about our Tip Club Network here in Cincinnati. Uh, the next regularly scheduled Tip Club meeting is March 27th. That's a Thursday. Uh, that's one week later than we normally have it, but we already have a meeting earlier this this month, so we're going to have our second meeting in March on the 27th at 7.30 in the morning to 9 a.m. Jimmy, why don't you take it away? Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business -business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business -business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. This is Mike Roth and Len Kugler. Uh, Len, why don't you tell uh, our listeners how they can get a hold of you after the show if they have questions about real estate? Yes, Mike. Well, they can call us at uh, our office, which is 513-753-9660. They can also go to kuglerir.com, which is our website. 
There is the contact information there. And our email address is kugler at kugler-ire.com. So like you say, you're a small uh, boutique uh, real estate company. Uh, uh, salespeople do you have? Mike, right now we have uh, 14 sales associates. Um, we are looking for probably two to three more this year. Uh, business has been very good. Uh, I'll give you an idea. Yesterday in the MLS, in 24 hours, there was 178 pendings, which means buyers and sellers agreed upon a purchase price. Interesting. So 178 offers. Offers accepted. Right. And out of that 178, there was probably 150 residential, uh, probably 10 pieces of land. Uh, there was a couple multifamily and a couple commercial. That's good. Uh, what are the opportunities and possibilities you see for your company over the next few years? Well, after 22 years of being in business and the market, uh, there's a lot of pent-up demand. We've been through some interesting times the last four or five years with the downturn in the real estate market, the, the bank foreclosures, the short sales. Uh, there, there's been a lot of um, challenges. And I think the public is ready to really get out there and uh, start moving. They put things on hold, waiting for, for financial climate to change, uh, for things in their lives to change. And I think a good example of this, as I mentioned yesterday, with 178 pendings, last week at this time we had 89. So uh, I think the weather has a lot to do with it. Uh, last week there was snow on the ground. It's melting today. So and There was snow on the ground on Monday. Yeah, so there, there's some good positive uh, people starting to feel good. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Do you have a long-term, long-term strategic planning process at your firm, Len? Yes, we do. Uh, we go out and we position ourselves five years out as to where we would like to be. Uh, that's reviewed every year. Um, Beverly and I are, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, older owners, uh, we would want to say. Uh, as you know, there's uh, four areas of growth in a business, and we're sort of in, in that area where you know, we might have wanted to dream 20 years ago becoming a lot bigger than where we are now. And we just, uh, we like being the boutique company we are. We're very comfortable with that, with the services we offer. And so I think uh, this is why we say if maybe two or three people this year, that's something we can comfortably absorb and give them the proper training to be successful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have an exit strategy? We've been talking about that. That's a good question. And I've been accused of that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we, uh, we've, we're talking about it. Uh, we don't have really a clear cut. Uh, I believe that uh, you know God has a way of uh, helping make those decisions. Uh, even though you pl do plan for them, you keep your eyes open, and all of a sudden the right thing comes along. And I think that uh, when we get ready to exit, It'll be there. Okay, so it, 
Is Beverly about the same age you are? Yes. Same number of years in the business approximately? Well, she hasn't been in the business quite as long. I think Beverly's been in probably, I'm 39 in the business, and she's probably 27 in the business. Okay. Uh, when you talk to prospective buyers and or prospective sellers, what are they really looking for today in a, from a realtor? As a seller, and normally it's based upon bottom line. What am I going to net out? What's going to, you know, what are my expenses? I want to net this amount out. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what they're really, the bottom line is. Mm -hmm. You can talk about all the other uh, ways to get there, but that's the bottom line. A buyer wants to buy something that makes them feel comfortable, that fits their needs, and uh, they're looking for something that doesn't have a lot of hassle that, you know, it's, it's a pretty clear-cut avenue to get there. And I think if you, uh, we have, we consult with buyers in the beginning. In fact, this evening I have a young couple coming in and we'll sit down and have a consulting meeting. It may last 15 to minutes to, to 45 minutes, depending on, you know, how long they want to talk and what their needs are. But I think once you establish that groundwork, lay the plans, it's almost like business planning. You you got to know what you want, where you're going to go, how to get there. And I think that's what a buyer wants. And of course, you know, to see them at the closing with a smile and getting the keys and getting ready to um, start living the dream that they dreamed of. Mm -hmm. uh, over the last several years, there have been lot, lots of talk about uh, commission rates on real estate. Mm -hmm. How do you guys handle that? Well, I think it's very important, as I said earlier, a seller on commission rate wants to know what the bottom line is. And I've always told the people, you know, I normally, if you tell me this is your bottom line, I put mine on top and we go from there. Now, there's some people want to have a little bit more control and say, well, I'd like to cut these expenses. You know, I don't want you to spend this money over here on the Internet or I may not want to pay as much to a co-op. There, there's ways of adjusting those fees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, are you looking to uh, add new salespeople to your company today, this year or just those two people you talked about? Two to three people would be great. We And what we base that upon, Mike, is we have a lot of calls. A lot of calls come in, uh, whether it's from signs, the Internet. We still do a little print uh marketing, and so they, they call in, they need help. Mm -hmm. they're, they're calling about a specific property, uh, and so uh, we need folks to be able to handle those calls. Mm -hmm. uh, who are your best prospects? The best prospects, I think, are people who have been past customers. They know you. They know what to expect. They're comfortable with you. Uh, I think those are probably the very best. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a, I know we, we said earlier you've done 2,000 real estate transactions. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a system to stay in touch with all of these past customers? Mike, I do have a system, but it could be better. <laughs> like all of us, I think we, we analyze our business each year as we sit down and do our year 
uh, planning for the next year, and we say, what can I do better? Sure. And uh, I look at our contacts, and, you know, it's just like uh, how important the Internet and emailing and things have been. Uh, now you have Twitter and Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and, and who knows what's coming down the road that I've missed out on. And so how do you stay in touch with people? Because everybody's different. Mm -hmm. That 80-year-old past customer uh, communicates different than the 20-year-old new customer. Mm -hmm. What's the average age of your customer, do you think? Our ages are across the board. Uh, I, there is none. Uh, it's really if you take that 20-year-old, it's to that 80 and 90-year-old. Mm -hmm. What's the, the hottest area, most activity in uh, residential real estate in the areas that you regularly cover? We cover 18 counties. And 18 counties? 18 counties. Put a lot of mileage on. A lot of mileage. I've been to, this week, I've been to Butler County. I've been to Warren County. I've been to Clinton, Brown, Campbell County, Kentucky, uh, Boone County. So, yes, I've covered a lot. And um, you have pockets areas that are very, very um, strong. Uh, Old Milford, for example, uh, is a very strong area that uh, something goes on the market and there's normally very high demand. You're talking about that old two-block area? Down Mound Street, Cleveland Avenue, mm -hmm. around the Oasis, because that's Loveland School District, mm -hmm. is a very hot area. And, and I'm sort of talking here Claremont County. I mean, we could go out and start talking about the Montgomery's and the in the Warren counties, and, and there's lots of pockets, Triple Crown over in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, keeping it here in Claremont County, uh, that oasis area is very strong. And, of course, it's a little pricey, too. Mm -hmm. Are they ever going to improve the roads, you think, out near the oasis? They've improved them a lot. I mean, uh, you're... Uh, Branch Hill, Guinea, uh, when they built the new Kroger's out there, they, they did a lot of um, some different uh, traffic signals and things. Uh, once again, it's all based upon dollars. And mm -hmm. uh, so right now, you know, our dollars are being spent here in the Eastgate area trying to get uh, people off the, on the exit ramps of 275 and 32. That's a big project right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, those people who haven't been out here, that there seems to be a tunnel for, to no place that they're building. Do you understand what that is? Well, you know, uh, we uh, kid about that. We say that's the new tunnel love for the Glen Estee High School folks. To, uh, okay. But, but no, I, it, it's an exit ramp. They'll be putting a tunnel, my understanding is, underneath uh, 275 going over towards the Mount Carmel area. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of, uh, they're, they're trying to move a lot of traffic around here. Yeah, because that tunnel is like three quarters above ground. <laughs> mm-hmm, where, where the old Perkins used to set. Uh, not quite, but yeah. That, Very that, close. In that area, they're going to have to do a hell of a lot, move a heck of a lot of land to, uh, to get on top of the tunnel. Yeah. So that, how many years do you think that project's going to go on? I really... Uh, think that you will see it completed within probably 12 months. They've done a lot in the last 10 months, and if they continue to move, the weather cooperates with them. I, I see it in, being done in a year's time. Okay. 
We're going to take another commercial break here. And again, if you have a question for Len about real estate, you can get don't, don't give Len a question about computers because he won't answer a, a real estate question. Will you answer real estate questions? I'll do my best to answer the real estate question, but computers, you got to remember, I'm in my 60s now. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, the number is 646-595-4916. Let's listen to a couple of Sandler commercials here. Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. the importance of the internet and having a good website and uh, bought a California company, brought it back here and uh, you know he needed it for his own company as well as uh, he made it available to his friends and, and other acquaintances and now Delta Media probably provides web services, websites for I'm going to guess three to four hundred real estate companies nationwide. Wow. And we're very fortunate uh, with what they do, uh, the, the IDX feeds, uh, and, uh, and basically what that means is that they take uh, real estate listings from different multiple listing services and provide them at our site. The nice thing is you can come to kuglerire.com. You can look at real estate all over the United States. You can pick out a state, a county, a city, and so we get calls from uh, people from all over. Sometimes, and, and I don't quite understand how it reads, but uh, the listing company is, is noted, but there's no contact information. But we're here with contact information, so they will call us and say, we'd like 
further information. And of course, if it's not in our area, we try to say, well, at the bottom of the list here, here is the listing company, and you might want to give them a call. Mm-hmm. And so that that's become very big. The 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 websites and, and the internet, very, very important. They can also go in there and search for school information, community information. Um, they can uh, you know, get an idea of uh, the values of homes. Uh, just a wealth of information at, at the website. So can I get a, a comparable to my community here in Anderson in another state? I don't think you can do that at our website. I know that our MLS offers that uh, type of uh, compatibility in uh, researching and comparing the two areas. I've seen some other uh, software program that has done that. In fact, I've bought some of that in the past. Mm-hmm. And you know, you always look and say, well, how realistic is it accurate information they're getting Mm -hmm. because there's a a website out there right now called Zillow and a lot of people look to see well what's the value of my home on that Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know how what model they use to get their values but you know there's always sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not quite as accurate as it should be. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Are you using a, a separate firm for search engine optimization? No, Dell Media uh, does it all. Um, and uh, that's one thing we like is uh, there is sort of one-stop shopping. They provide so far everything we need. Now you have the different search engines, uh, the Zillow's, the List Hub, the Point2 that come to the MLS's trying to get information and then as they can get the information from the MLSs, then they get it from the members, and they're looking at us trying to, you know, once again get our information out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a theory of operation here at Sandler that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Perhaps you can share with our listeners a complex problem in business that you've run into, and the complex solution that you applied to solve the problem someone else might be able to transfer it to a different business. Mm. You know, Mike, sometimes it comes to me real quick and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm trying to think of a a complex problem that I've had recently that, uh, and it's not coming to me real quick right now. Okay. Uh Perhaps you can give our listeners a leadership tip. I think in a in a leadership position, uh, I've always felt that you want to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you set the example, and, and and people look how you set the example to lead. Uh, one of the leadership things that we do at our company is we we have a very open door policy. Uh, Beverly and I both. Our doors are always open. If our agents need help, they just walk in. I mean, they, they don't have to make an appointment. They don't have to knock. Hey, come on in. You know, let's talk about because to me, if it's on your mind now, it's fresh. Let's discuss it and see what kind of solutions we can come up with. That's good. That's good. Um, then you've run this company for how many years now? 
22 years. 22 years. What motivates you to make tough decisions? What motivates me to make tough decisions is to solve a problem because you have a problem uh, and you need to address it and you need to address it while it's fresh in everybody's mind uh, because I think when you don't address it right now, things have a way of festering and getting bigger. And so I, uh, I really like to solve problems, hear problems, and let's work on it now. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, there are several components for growth, key components for growth, people, process, and strategy. Can you give our listeners a little bit of, of your thoughts on each one of those, people, process, and strategy? Well, people are, to me, your biggest asset. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it, it's our sales associates, our staff, it's our buyers or sellers or customers, they're extremely important. And as a human being, we all want to feel special. Mm -hmm. And I think if we take and make each and every one of them feel special, listen to what they have to say, look them in the eye, and then you can help, help them with whatever need they have. Mm -hmm. How would you say uh, your boutique-type uh, real estate company compares to other, other high-performing uh, real estate companies around the country? Our boutique company, we, we have the same services that the larger companies have. We have financial services. Um, because we deal in so many different types of properties, I've always dealt with over 100 lenders because every property is a little different. Some lenders are interested in those properties. Some aren't. Uh, title companies, people that... Uh, you know, do title exams, close deals. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important. We, we have some that we have a very comfortable relationship and trust in knowing that they will do the right job. Uh, the same way with uh, home inspectors, termite inspectors, lead-based paint inspectors. Uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, they're part of the team. And uh, they make the transaction hopefully as smoothly as possible for both buyer and seller. Good. And uh, what areas in your company do you think that you're really good at? And what areas do you think you need some, uh, some work on? Well, I hope there's nobody at our company listening to this. <laughs> Don't use names. <laughs> or real names. Anyway. There you go. Uh, Mike, we're, once again, I, I I've really tried to stress, and I think our people are, are good listeners. Take time up front to listen to a buyer or to a seller. Assess their needs. Um, help them make good decisions. We have all the tools to do what's necessary. Um, the only thing that I see that we probably uh, should work on a little bit is more technology. 
uh, the uh, MLS of uh, Northern Kentucky has this thing called Authenticine. What's that word again? Authenticine. It's Internet signatures. Mm. It's where you can put things uh, out there, email them on the Internet, and get everybody's signatures and try to make life a little easier where people don't have to come to a stationary place to sign and okay things. Uh, makes it a little bit more uh, an easy transaction. Mm-hmm. And that's something uh, this year that uh, we had earmarked as we did our planning that uh, we're going to get more involved with because we're still doing it the, the old-fashioned way. And you know what? It works because there's still some people want to go and see eyeball to eyeball and shake a hand. And, mm-hmm. uh, but there's also people that they don't have time for that. And I think this uh, electronic signature uh, programs, and there's Dot Loop out there, which does the same thing as AuthentiSign. So there's several uh, vendors out there mm-hmm. to look at, and uh, that's something that I think is we need to definitely address this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have younger uh, buyers. Yes. In your company, uh, which one is stronger, your sales organization or your management team? I'm prejudiced. I like to think they're both strong. Okay. Uh, our uh, sales team, uh, we're, we're like I said, we're a boutique company. Mm-hmm. Our people have been there over 10 years average with our company. Real estate agents in our industry don't agency. Mm-hmm. So our people average over 10 years. We have a young man who uh, started with our company when he was old enough to get his license at 21. He's been there 14 years now. Mm. Uh, so uh, I think that's a strength is having that uh, consistency um, that uh, shows the stability of the company. And I think when you also look at that, that looks at management the same way. They're comfortable with that management. They know how that management operates. Uh, there's a comfort level. They know there's an open door, and and they're going to get heard. Good. Again, if you have any questions for Len, uh, this will be the last opportunity to call in. The number is 646-595-4916. Let's listen to a San LaRule. Let's listen to San LaRule number 20. professional salesperson is always going to the bank, always thinking about going to the bank. So let's talk about some of the things that may be holding us back. Uh, it's been my experience down through the years that a lot of salespeople will engage in almost any activity necessary uh, perhaps to, uh, to think they're build, building relationships or they're out there trying to show a prospect how, how much they know, they do a lot of educating. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes they're not even in front of the right prospect, which, which is a huge problem. They're busy doing proposals and quotes and demos and samples and bid work, uh, perhaps to unqualified prospects. And then they wonder, uh, how come they're not producing the results that they want to do? And let's face it, sales is money. Uh, if, you, if you're in sales for any reason other than to want to make money, you may want to take a look at, at why you're doing this. Obviously, we need to prospect. We need to prospect a lot. 
We know that some salespeople don't enjoy that, uh, but if you don't get in front of enough of the right prospects, you're going to struggle going to the bank. Typically, when I schedule an appointment with someone, I want to know why I'm going there when I show up and I'm in front of a prospect. Why am I there? Okay? And both of us need to know if it's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, what's the purpose of this meeting? Okay? Uh, it is to qualify or to disqualify. So if I'm in a longer selling cycle, I'm qualifying or disqualifying to see if I've got a second or third or subsequent meeting. Uh, if I'm in a one-call close business, I've got to get a decision, yes or no, are we going to work together? Uh, but I've got to make sure that I'm asking the right questions to get the results that we need. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of salespeople do telling instead of selling. Ask yourself that question. Am I selling? Am I telling? How much of my time am I spent educating, uh, giving away the wrong information, and, and ultimately walking away with some kind of a platitude that says, hey, looks good, we'll get back to you. So take a look at your activity. Where are you spending your time? Are you doing it correctly? Is it paying off for you? Make sure you know why you're there, and that's to, to, to produce the results to go to the bank. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Len Kugler. We're talking about real estate in Claremont County. Uh, that was a great story you told us, told me during the break about the uh, the guy who owned the farm for 130 years in his family. That's a long time for a family to have a farm, Mike. Right. And it's also very difficult to make that decision that we no longer use it, need it, and it's time for our family not to own it anymore. Why don't you tell our listeners what you told me about it, how you made that prospect comfortable with you? Well, I've known the prospect for several years, and the um, prospect uh, is, you know, continues to talk, well, it might be time. And I said, Let, why don't you come into the office? Let's talk about it. Uh, so we talked about it. Uh, and I said, let's go out, and I'm one of these people, I like to look at property, I like to walk it, so I suggested to him, let's go out and walk the property. Mm -hmm. And so we got out there, the property, and, and he says, well, what do you want to see? And I said, well, I want you to pretend I'm your buyer, and I want you to show me what you like about your property and what is you want me to see. So we walked, and we walked. I'm getting old, but I stayed up with him, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it was fun, and he showed me his property as only he could show it because he has taken care of his property uh, for many, many years. He's been the caretaker, and so he's kept the trails, showed me a home site back there that had the rock foundation there that was probably from the 1810s wow. because there was not a piece of wood near that stone, <laughs> and, and uh, just... Uh, and it, it it was a good feeling when we walked out of there because we had seen it together. We had it was something special we had shared. Good, you were one with the buyer. That's a great way to get bonding and rapport. Uh, 
How effective has your company been in achieving its goals? Our company has been uh, very effective achieving its goals. Um, we, uh, once again, do plan each year of what we would like to do. And, uh, you know, the market uh, dictates, though, a little bit of what we do, especially if you can't finance it, you can't sell it. And financing has been a challenge with the new government rules and regulations, the Frank Dodd Act uh, that was put up there, and they added more rules and regulations this January. Uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, uh, with everything in place, uh, if the financing continues to be there, we'll continue to hit our goals. Good. Uh, are there any real changes that you feel you must implement to ensure your success? There's always challenges to every business. And in our business, our real estate industry, um, you know, our competition, um, and when I speak about competition, uh, I think the larger companies who have a bigger budget who can spend money on TV and radio and everything, I think uh, as consumers, sometimes they think companies sell real estate. Well, companies don't sell real estate. Agents sell real estate. And so once the public realizes that, you know, the agent sells the real estate, uh, we've been very, very fortunate. Uh, our uh, per agent sale is higher than, than anybody else. Our agents average uh, 22 units per agent, mm. uh, which is very strong. 22 uh, units per year per agent. Yeah, very strong in this marketplace. And um, I think uh, why we do that is the agents we have are uh, dedicated. They, they have their own plans. They know what their needs are and their goals, and they're achieving them. Good. What are the top three things that uh, your agents would tell me about your sales culture? They would say our sales culture is human. What do you mean human? Human in the fact that we treat everybody the way we want to be treated. Uh, we respect each other in our sales culture. We, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. And I think that that's a very, very strong, admirable, successful uh, part of our business. Um, and I think the sales agents will say that is very, very, very important. Good. Then if I wave the magic wand over your head and solve the three biggest business development problems or issues that you experienced there, uh, you and your agents experienced, what three uh, problems will I cure? Well, when it comes to problems, our problems sometimes are we have more um, people involved in each transaction, uh, where in the past you would, um, you know, if you were working with a buyer, you had a lender, you had an appraiser. Now the appraiser has turned into a home inspector in some cases if we're doing an FHA VA deal. Then the buyer's been taught, hey, I need to get it my own inspector. Uh, there's more people involved. So two inspectors now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes three. Third one belongs to? 
uh, could be the termite inspector, mm-hmm. could be the lead-based paint inspector, and a new hot item that's been around for a couple years, mold inspector. Mm. Mold has become a very scary word. And uh, with, you know, some of the health issues we have in America, uh, people, whether it's the white mold or the black mold, mold is a scary word. Does it stop transactions from happening? Most definitely. Really? Most definitely. And uh, whether it stopped it or it has caused an adjustment in the uh, price that the seller is receiving. Mm. Interesting. Uh, tell our listeners your company slogan again. Our company slogan. I know what my slogan is. Okay. <laughs> the only realtor you'll ever need. Uh, our co- We have a mission statement, but I don't know if we need to say we have a company slogan. What is your company mission statement? Uh our company uh, mission statement, and it's uh, probably about six lines, and it is to be the best company that the consumer will ever need, uh, to be honest, to uh, fulfill uh, what, what it is that they need to have, um, to... Mike, I haven't read it in a while. I'm, I'm trying to reach and think, well, why, what's all in it? I haven't looked at it in a while. Interesting. It really is interesting, yeah, now that you made me stop and think about it. Uh, first time I thought about that, uh, when I owned my own company, uh, I quickly determined that I couldn't write my company's mission statement. And I hired a uh, professional, mm-hmm. and we drafted a two-paragraph mission statement. Paragraph one went on the brass plaque in the entrance way to the office. It said something like, digital office systems serve the technology needs of small and medium-sized businesses with the same care, speed, and effectiveness as large companies can afford to buy. Mm. That was a nice mission statement. The second part of the mission statement never went on the door. That, that part said something to the effect of consistent with Mike Roth taking a three-week vacation every year. <laughs> because up to that point in time, I had owned the company three years, and I had never taken a vacation. I was always on. And I think that was a, a big turning point mm-hmm. uh, to make sure the mission statement fulfilled the needs in the marketplace, but also fulfilled my needs and my employees' needs. And, you know, and I, now that you bring up the mission statement, I remember us getting together and, and working on that because we asked the uh, sales uh, staff to work on it as well as the uh, support staff we have in management. And we all came to consensus with what we wanted to say. But I think the last time we, we did that, that's probably been eight to ten years ago, that mm-hmm. we did that mission statement. Sometimes these things have to be updated more frequently than eight to ten years. You're probably right. Uh, business tends to be moving faster, not slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think business is getting easier or harder? 
I really feel that as we get more and more people involved in each transaction, it's getting harder because we used to have more control. Uh, there was one person that would look at the purchase contract that the buyer and seller agreed to, and they looked at the contract. Everybody paid attention that the price was important, but also the date that mm-hmm. was to close because sure. people had set their vacations for that. They had maybe scheduled relatives to help them move. There's, once again, a house transactions very emotional. So that was important. And nowadays, I don't, sometimes I ask the lender, did you look at the purchase contract? And the lender says, no, I haven't. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah. So you think the business, I, I happen to agree with you. I think business is getting, getting harder. I think people are more distracted. Um, and it's tougher for people to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're almost out of time here. I want to thank you for uh, coming down and doing the show with us. I'm giving you a copy of uh, one of the Sandler books by Dave Matson, The 49 Sandler Rules, uh, which provide the first 49 Sandler Rules from a transactional anal- analysis or psychological perspective. Inside the book, you'll have a current copy of our calendar and uh, our uh, training pass for you so you can go to classes. I don't think you've ever done that. I've never done that, Mike. More than happy to have you sit through class. Thanks for uh, being with us here on the show. And I'm going to ask Scott to close us out. Thank you, Mike. Again, thanks, Larry. Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. there underneath the wire.